0: There is something about the music that I quite enjoy. It gets me gets me in the mood. Um, it's good to have you back, Lorcan. Thank you for coming back on to Don't Change the Subject. Uh, your loyal fans have been waiting. Thanks, Ed. Glad to be here. Well, I think it was... W- when I thought what we were going to talk about today, I thought, who's going to have plenty to say about this one? Um, for all sorts of reasons, and it's you. And... Let me play a clip of um, Kate Forbes, who nobody had heard of, let's be honest, until about um, two or three days ago. Um, so she was asked about her views on uh, gay marriage. So I'll play the clip, here you go.
1: My faith, my faith would say that children, well, it says sex is for, for marriage. And that's the approach that I would practise. But So is it in your view wrong then for people to have children outside of marriage. That, that's your view, isn't well, it? Well, I mean, you're asking me, would I impose my views on other people? Ultimately, that's what you're asking. No, I'm, I'm just asking what your view is. So is. Is that correct? You know, you, In terms of me personally, that is the approach I would practice. I'm
0: just asking you, you think it's wrong?
1: Well, I, th- I think for, for me, it would be wrong according to my faith.
0: Oh, it's a bit cringe, isn't it? It's just a bit. So basically, she's obviously been pinned on this on this point um and and it's all kicked off because there's now this huge conflation going on between whether or not she should have spoken out with her uh, religious views whether she should keep them to herself whether or not the reaction to her is uh, you know an intolerance of religion in society or is it you know an example of the sort of the paradox of intolerance where you know we can't just tolerate intolerance otherwise tolerance will cease to exist so um it's all it's all just a, sort of a bit of a mess for her i mean my um you know views on on religion and whether or not um it actually says in the bible that children shouldn't be born out of wedlock which i was i was born out of wedlock so this this topic conversation always sort of has a an element for me that makes me think so is is this peter you know is it these is this lady saying that essentially i shouldn't have been born i'm a i'm a product of sin um i guess that's that is what they're saying and so you know and then it goes into the the world of homophobia is it homophobic to have these views because um you know essentially if you're saying that um no, children should be born outside of marriage. Then, and, and you don't believe marriage is anything other than something between a man and a woman. Then you're essentially saying that gay people shouldn't have children. I don't know. So well, yeah, are your it's thoughts? an
1: interesting one, isn't it? it yeah, it reminds me very much of the uh, the, um, the the balance that Tim Farron was trying to strike, and he really struggled because outwardly he's a liberal Democrat, believes in liberalism, and individual liberty and he didn't really have much to say on the matter he said oh you know i'm happy for people to get married if, if they're of the same same sex and uh, i'm happy for them to have equality uh but when he was pushed on the religious aspect of his views he was he was quite reticent to, to mention them and i think he eventually he admitted that yeah my in my uh, religion i do consider homosexuality to be a sin and he got hounded for it and i felt kind of bad for him because at no point did he ever suggest or argue that he'd have um, any disagreements with, with these articles and law. He had no, no plans to roll them back. I mean, he has his liberal principles, and that seemed to be uh, important there for him. Uh, so it didn't seem like there was any contradiction. However, eventually he had to resign, didn't he? Because uh, he, he he didn't want to bring the party into disrespect. Dis- dis- I can't speak English. Sometimes he didn't You're want doing to be. Right. He didn't want to bring the party into disrepute. and yeah. he ended up conceding. Well, oh, actually, my faith is more important than my politics. So, see I you just, later.
0: I just find any any time this discussion comes up, like this, really kind of awkward sense that like uh, the, the the kind of the foundation of this debate, and there is all these kind of tangents as to whether or not you know politicians can have deeply held beliefs which is this this term don't they seem to use that term a lot is it me i don't know whenever this topic comes out you seem to get these people referring to their deeply held beliefs um i mean i just think that the that, that somebody's deeply held beliefs come.
1: she seemed to say oh they're not my values they're actually just the values of my faith which is a complete you know cop-out because either you have values or you don't either those values are yours or they're not and clearly, she can't rationally articulate her objections to these matters, be it same-sex
0: marriage or otherwise.
1: So she resorts to using her faith. And but that's there are fine. These, it's full of but, cop-outs. Uh,
0: this whole thing is full of cop-outs. It is there's, there's, because the, but it's really difficult to, to, for them to for, for, for Kate for them ho- to, to avoid the cop-outs yeah. because because of the subject matter they're talking about is ultimately based on something which can't be evidenced in the same, you know, we're talking about theology, we're talking about Exactly, beliefs. exactly. Now,
1: so, be- yeah, because they can't uh, rationally articulate their objections, because um, now I imagine they don't have any real logical objections, they say oh, well, you know, it's just the view, not of my own but of my magic sky daddy. And obviously everyone goes, oh that's slightly fucking insane. Um,
0: so yeah, I don't think her views, her personal views, but she says it is her view i mean she she says i she she says that it is her personal views because she was asked would she have voted for uh, same sex marriage for equal marriage um had she been uh, an mp when the vote was held which she wasn't um and she said she wouldn't have done so she's she you know she's basically admitting straight away there that she is allowing her personal views and the views they're ultimately informed by her religion um to guide her or inform her in her decision making process now like i get that that is okay an okay thing to happen no you know everyone's a human and mp is always going to be guided by their own beliefs and their own instincts um and that's fine now what, what i'm not suggesting is that you know i i'm not i don't have a problem with people who hold these views i have a problem with the views themselves and their their ability if they're a politician to allow those views to influence my life you know i mean if somebody who has no influence over me and my life whatsoever holds the view that gay people shouldn't get married and have kids um then they're entitled to that view and i disagree um and depending on you know who that person is and whether i know them i i may i may you know not be tolerant of that person and their views but um i'm not intolerant of them having their views and primarily as long as they don't influence, you know, and affect my life, then then they can do what they want. But an MP, a politician is, is different. Um, and, you know I mean I, I while they're operating I within kind of an institution disagree. which is full of religion anyway. Yeah. I mean with the, with the, you know, it's difficult.
1: Well I, I just said I disagree. I don't I'd rather the opposite, I do quite <laughs> agree. So I think it's really fundamental to respect the individual right to belief, be it religion or anything else and people have every right to freely express how they feel. They can freely express their their own beliefs, Um, but what they're not entitled to is those beliefs to have a a get-out-of-jail card for criticism, and they're not immune to debate or ridicule or derision. And I think that's the risk here, because politicians have done this before, and they say, oh, well, that's just my profound personal religious conviction. It's like, well, that may be the case. Doesn't mean it's not fucking stupid. Um, So... (laughs) I, I I don't think she's done that. I've not spotted it, but I can I can I can assure you that if if the press gets any hotter,
0: she'll pull out that card. That's for sure. And also, well then and then and then we'll get. We'll, you know, there'll be accusations made that she was somehow excluded. I don't think. In a way, I kind of hope that she isn't kicked out of the race. I must admit, I don't really understand how the um you know the the ins and outs so much of the Scottish political system and how this vote is working and stuff but if she is somehow kicked out of the race um you know or, or she drops out it will. i think i think it will send a message that you know if somebody is uh, open with their religious views they're not welcome and that's not the right message yeah, no one wants not. that however what i would rather see happen is her simply lose support and that's what's what's happened that's why she's being yeah, talked about.
1: my real reservation about politicians like this My objections aren't from a a place of bigotry. My view is is that here is someone that has beliefs which are pragmatic, which aren't open to change, which they refrain from discussing, but it's something important to them that does inform their decision-making. And that's dangerous. So we have a way of legitimizing it in this country by saying that's someone's religion. But if anyone had any other kind of delusion... They would be, you know, people wouldn't be so happy, would they? But somehow, because it's religion, it's fine. Well, what about some dude with access to nuclear codes who thinks that clouds are chemtrails or the moon is made of cheese? I don't want that kind of person near the levers of power. I'm sorry, but the popularity of a belief and longevity of a belief in history doesn't make it any less stupid. Um... But hey, that's just that's just my view. I'm not an angry atheist, by the way. <laughs> it's just, for, for me, I, I, I prefer to have a politics in this country which isn't secular for the sake of being secular, but it's secular for, for the sake of being fair. Everyone in this country has a different belief. We have pluralism in this country in terms of religion and political identity, you name it. We're all taxpayers. Why should a potential executive of a devolved nation be making decisions based on their personal faith when they represent muslims they represent jews they represent hindus and people of non-belief it just
0: doesn't sit well with me and also that you i've had a few religious um people making a point that um they deserve to be represented in legislature as well you know so that you know the, the when when discussing things like for example should bishops be allowed in the house of lords or when discussing things like should kate forbes be able to be open about her religious views on equal rights um that's you know that that's fine nobody is saying that people cannot make their religious views known and an attempt to you know inform the debate with their religious views that's how you know representation works. but if the people react badly to those views then that is not, you know, bigotry. That is people reacting to the view. I think, like for example, somebody said um that actually Christianity and its influence over lawmaking in the UK has contributed a huge amount, you know? So for example, laws like don't murder are essentially, you know, they say argue that it's from the bible that you know don't murder yeah all those but other societies that...
1: which aren't christian which are just free well, exactly to murder. <laughs> exactly
0: it's the concept it's the concept of don't kill people that ha- that is important right well you know let that's
1: figured it you, out Ed. that's what it is <laughs> well
0: that's it so as long as the concept is you know is kept to and you, you then then christianity is being represented like one of your 10 laws is also one of our laws because we happen to quite like it like it, it worked for us that don't kill people law because like you know now we're all a bit more alive and so we're gonna you are represented your law you know that's fine you can't have it all be told your way, though. You know, sometimes there are going to be things that your religion want, um, and 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 isn't going to be law. You know, that is just not not how it works. We're just a democracy. I, I just think that um, the people seem to forget that when talking about religion and uh, in 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 Parliament. Um.
1: Well, we we are quite a unique country in that respect because. We like to pretend that we're, you know, relatively sensible uh, when it comes to these matters. And we tend to look at places like the United States with some sense of shock and derision about how evangelical their politicians are. But in reality, the UK, um, House of Lords, in particular, uh, that has more religious clergy in it than the theocracy of Iran with its mullahs. We have more... In their decision making, um, decision making lobbies than uh, uh, than bloody Iran, which which seems absolutely mental. Uh, so again, I don't know if that will be reviewed if the House of Lords is reformed, but I hope so. I don't think we should have any well, of them. Well, these sort of conversations are the,
0: exactly the sort of thing which are going to lead to it being reformed because people are talking once again about whether or not religion should be having an influence in their lives, and it will broaden broaden out the debate. I find it really difficult to believe that we're going to have a debate. So I'm, I'm basically, I'm reminded often through this, through this, thing. I've got, I've got a clip here of, um, from The West Wing. You'll probably recognise it. It's the, the Leviticus point. You know, where about this kind of cherry picking of religion. I uh, play the clip.
2: I like your show. I like how you call homosexuality an abomination. I don't say homosexuality is an abomination, Mr. President. The Bible does. Yes, it does. Leviticus. 18.22. Chapter and verse. I wanted to ask you a couple of questions while I had you here. I'm interested in selling my youngest daughter into slavery, a sanctioned in (laughs) Exodus 21.7. She's a Georgetown sophomore, speaks fluent Italian, always cleared the table when it was her turn. What would a good price for her be? While thinking about that, can I ask another my chief of staff, Leo McGarry, insists on working on the Sabbath. Exodus 35, 2, clearly says he should be put to death. Am I morally obligated to kill him myself, or is it okay to call the police? Here's one that's really important, because we've got a lot of sports fans in this town. Touching the skin of a dead pig makes one unclean. Leviticus 11:7. If they promise to wear gloves, can the Washington Redskins still play football? Can Notre Dame? Can West Point? Does the whole town really have to be together to stone my brother John for planting different crops side by side? Can I burn my mother in a small family gathering for wearing garments made from two different threads? Think about those questions, would you?
0: Like, So I'm always reminded of that because it's it's a really common argument, basically, um, uh, that you, is used uh, against um, Christian fundamentalists who talk about homosexuality um and how the bible says says bad um and the bit of the bible as we've just heard there that says that homosexuality is bad says that all these other ridiculous things are bad now if you have a politician who is capable of cherry picking and openly doing this you know openly um taking a a reference the bible and without any you know sort of (laughs) it seems to me like they don't have any kind of um what's the word concerns they don't have without any concerns they take this 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 information and they just cherry pick the bit that they don't like and the bit that they cherry pick isn't even a bit which most people would understand okay well i understand why you've cherry picked that bit like it's not like it's the bit which says you shouldn't throw stones at people's heads and they're gonna say you always should keep that bit like the bit they want to keep out of this list of things is the you know the gays shouldn't be gays um and i just i just think if we've got politicians who are being open about that i i find it really difficult to imagine how it is bizarre can they have progress. these
1: moral absolutes don't they these, these moral absolutes uh up until they don't have moral absolutes so oh they have objections to same-sex marriage but uh you know they're not down with stoning someone for working on a sunday that apparently is no longer culturally relevant, but it also rebukes the whole notion that our framework for society is predicated on biblical scripture, because there are so many different things we've changed over the years, so many things that are completely unworkable from the Bible, things that we don't even consider these days, because public morality, our cultural view of what's right or wrong is separate to theology. Uh these things naturally socially progress. We now live within a framework of morality that's much more predicated on individual li- liberty and notions of harm so I think that's the most rational way to live if I'm not hurting anyone else or well or even necessarily myself, <laughs> if something is amoral and so far that it is neither right nor wrong, it has nothing to do with the subject of morality, and if it involves. Consent between informed adults That's fine Uh, So that's how we Pretty much live now in the West On on, on that basis, don't we Uh, So it's quite jarring When people come out of the blue saying Oh yeah, I believe this because uh, a really old book uh, Said so And when you try to (laughs) scrutinise Scrutinise them on it They have this really annoying refrain And I hate this phrase so much It's respect my beliefs no. Yeah. <laughs> beliefs don't deserve respect. People deserve respect. Ideas and beliefs in this democracy are open to scrutiny.
0: Listen, um Lorcan, it's been awesome to have you back on. I just got I just before before we go, I've got something I need to uh need to tell you. Um so it's it's a, you know a bit of a, a warning for your safety really. I I today was um running a bit of software on my computer and it's it's pointed out to me that a piece of software on my computer called audacity so anyone who's involved in any kind of audio production podcast production will have heard of audacity it's an audio editing tool that i was today was told uh, was told it was owned by the russians it's owned by a russian company the they edited their privacy description apparently about a year ago to to in- include a clause which basically said that any information, identifiers, IP addresses, uh, files, whatever, um, can be accessed by the Russian government. So, you know, as somebody, Lorcan, who laid into Putin, uh, um, you know, I I just want to apologise now and say it's been a pleasure knowing
1: you. Yeah, well, I I hope I'm you know I, I don't I don't really fancy being irradiated with polonium. So if I get taken out, I hope it's just something nice like. Death by chocolate, or I don't know. Maybe I'll have my own. Yeah, or my own personal assassin slash masseuse, who is really Russian and really, you know, muscular and hench. Uh, I wouldn't mind being killed by a guy like that. You know, come on, bring on Sergey.